Welcome back to Rocks Rock. I am your host, Caleb Simmons. This week, I welcome John Lozano back to the podcast to talk about rock climbing in Oklahoma. Today, we will look at both indoor and outdoor climbing in Oklahoma. I definitely feel like a rock climber. Along with the gear needed to climb in Oklahoma and our thoughts about the areas to climb in Oklahoma. Welcome back to Rocks Rock. rolling good morning welcome back to rocks rock john here talking about rock climbing <laughs> rocks plastic rocks rock, rock, rock. plastic rocks real rock big rock small rock medium rock he's just really a big fan of rock, rock. shiny rock slippery rock yeah all the rocks I wanna rock. Let's talk about indoor climbing in Oklahoma. There's quite a few places to indoor climb in Oklahoma. You have both of the summit gyms. There's one in Norman that's mainly bouldering. And there's the silos downtown, which is fruit climbing. Uh, there's Blogworks up in Edmond. So more bouldering. Their sets are awesome. You know, they make me feel weak. Ah! Which is cool. It's good. Uh, there's Threshold. They have roots and bouldering. They're probably like the most high tech of the gyms. They're kind of like the super gym of Oklahoma, I feel like. Yeah, dude. Honestly, with all their like training programs and stuff and their their moon boards, their kale tour boards, their tension boards, their grasshopper, grasshopper boards. boards, dude. Got a lot of boards there. I just went there the other day and they had their competition set still up. So it was super hard. Nice, nice. I got my life absolutely ended. Let's start off with the Summit Gyms in Oklahoma. How do you feel about those? I work there, so I'm probably a little biased because I get to climb for free, but I think they're pretty good as far as gyms go. You know, they got the essentials, different types of plastic holds at varying angles. I really like the old middle area they had at Summit Norman where you could like top out and everything, and then they got rid of it in the middle of COVID. No fault to them, but I still really like the one where you could top out. Yeah, I miss being able to top out, but like we got that six slab wall on the boulder island now do you want to describe what slab is yeah it's climbing at a uh, less than vertical angle so it's really like balancey footwork based climbing usually there's not handholds or like you know if there if there are handholds they're really just there to balance you more than they are there for you to pull up on yeah i really like the bouldering there um personally i'm more overhang so i like doing the little larger moves i'm also a little bit larger of person being almost six four Actually, let's talk about Summit OKC for a second, specifically the fact that it's the only gym in Oklahoma that's built inside of old grain silos. Summit OKC or the silos, as they are commonly referred to because they're built out of old silos, they're, they're awesome, dude. I mean, tallest artificial walls in Oklahoma. We got 90 feet long roots from floor to ceiling. Super, super great if you're going to like build up endurance climbing and get really strong fingers and be really good at making like technical movement on vertical faces. Yeah, I feel like we should both preface this with we both work at Summit, but we climbed there before we worked there. Yeah. So I actually really kind of enjoy bouldering at the silos as well. Yeah, dude, the uh, the spray walls there are a wall with no set roots or problems on it. Just a bunch of holes plastered onto it so you can make up your own thing. Uh, they're great. We have one that's hanging at a 45 degree angle and another one that's hanging at a 60 degree angle. And I, dude, I spend hours in those rooms just like playing around on there and making up different things and getting wrecked. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a jungle gym, but for climbers. Obviously, I work at the silos, but the silos just feel kind of 
homey to me with him being a little bit older of a gym. So I really like that as well. Yeah, man. It's like it's got the old gym vibe. It's it's dusty. It's not well lit. <laughs> um, I, I I love it. You know, like you walk in there and you're like, whoa, like, is it okay to be climbing in here? It's kind of kind of old. <laughs> older vibes type of thing. She's an old girl. The Colorado Rocky Mountain All right. Let's talk about threshold for a second threshold um they got that money dude they're like the most high-tech gym in oklahoma you know like we said at the beginning with all of their uh like different training boards that they have and training programs and i don't know how tall their tall walls are but pretty freaking tall you know uh they have that whole like lead climbing arch in the middle that's like what 60 feet up it's real high yeah real high and their bouldering area is huge like yeah you can, you can easily get lost in the bouldering area and in the ropes area at that gym like lost on the roots i mean lost in the sauce they have a really open floor plan so you wouldn't really get lost but the way i feel about it is that if you want to specifically train for like competition climbing they're probably one of the gyms to go to because they have a bunch of different hold selections that i've literally probably never seen at other gyms oh yeah most definitely and like i don't know i feel like every time i go there their um setting style is very competition style which I suck at it. It's just a lot of like dynamic, fast-paced moves. I'm like, oh, uh, my gears turn a little slower than that. I need to move slow and statically up this wall. I can't be throwing my body around like that. He said, "I'm a wee bit slow." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't know. I don't have too much to say about Threshold, man. I don't. Cl- I only climb there once every six months, just because it's far away from my side of town. Yeah, it's a little bit closer to my side of town, dude. Their their gear shop though at Threshold. <laughs> That's good stuff right there, man. I really also enjoy the almost American Ninja Warrior style training thing they have in the back. Oh, yeah, with the rope and the monkey bars and all that. Yeah, I'm definitely a giant child who ends up on that half the time. Oh, yeah, dude, that thing is dope. Like, how can you not play on that whenever you see it? You're like, oh, monkey bars? Monkey. (laughs) Monkey. (laughs) Uh, Let's talk about Blockworks for a second, huh? do blockworks the underdog they're they really just be out by themselves yeah blockworks is up in edmond and they're like the newest gym in oklahoma as far as climbing they opened up like right before the pandemic really hit in 2019 2020 Mm -hmm. they're awesome dude like the setting there is so dope i get i get wrecked every time i go there their problems are just super hard and all of their handholds are so fresh that they just shred my skin he said i'm a v8 boulder everywhere else but at blockworks I'm a V4. Yeah, no joke, dude. Yeah, let's talk about outdoor climbing in Oklahoma, where we both not necessarily spend more time at, but where we would prefer to spend more time at. Oh, dude, I definitely spend more time outdoor climbing than I do indoor climbing at this rate. Hey, listen, we didn't all drop out of college, okay? Yeah. Okay. It's not a, it's not a flex. I just, yeah. Yeah. So the most notable places in Oklahoma are probably the Tulsa Avery drive area and the Wichita wildlife refuge. Wouldn't you say you're really going to say the Tulsa Avery drive area? I mean, no, I guess you're right, but wow, that's just weird to me. In in my opinion, I think that the like best places to climb are definitely going to be the Wichita mountain wildlife refuge and quartz mountain. That's definitely like, just like a style variation thing. But yeah, as far as like prominent climbing places, Tulsa is number two on the list. I'd say, or, you know, maybe even number one, because it's just really 
really accessible. Their walls aren't terribly high and terrifying and they're well bolted and you're not having to hike like 30 minutes. Yeah, I would just say that mostly I feel like I didn't mention Quartz Mountain because it's already in the southwest part of the state, kind of near Lawton, isn't it? It's uh, by Altus, Oklahoma. So like more western? Southwestern, yeah. Yeah, southwestern, and then Lawton's already south-southwestern Oklahoma. I don't necessarily lump them together, but I just have personally never went to Quartz Mountain because of the drive. Oh, dude, we need to change that, honestly. It's a two-hour drive from OKC, and... It's so worth it. The climbing there is just, it's old school, man. It'll, it'll make you grow mentally. <laughs> yeah. So from OKC, the Tulsa Avery Drive area is probably about an hour, 40 minutes. Same to Wichita Wildlife Refuge and then two hours to Quartz, right? Yeah. I, I speed. So I was like, whoa, like an hour 40. Last time I went, it was only like an hour 20, I think, but I, I, I do be speeding. I'm not going to lie. The other cool thing about Avery Drive is it's limestone, which you know, there's not a lot of that in Oklahoma. The Wichita is entirely comprised of granite, which I love granite. It's my favorite rock to climb on, but it's fun to climb on limestone every now and then. And uh, also like 20 minutes from Avery Drive is Zenpin, which is really nice, high quality sandstone bouldering. Have you been there yet, dude? You would love it. I might try tomorrow. You should. Let me tell you, I went there and uh, I got smoked, dude. <laughs> it's all like overhung, dynamic moves, very, very thuggy type climbing dude you'd love it out there there's a v7 that you could totally just smash my guy smash! did you say very thuggy yeah thuggy are you calling me a thug i might be Overall, I feel like Tulsa is just a really accessible area to climb in, and most of the climbs I've done in Tulsa, if I didn't get lost, didn't require you to hike more than about five, ten minutes from the road at the most. Yeah, dude, like like you can literally see your car from the wall, depending on where you're standing in Tulsa, which is nice because if you forget something, you can just, oh, I'll be right back. <laughs> like uh, when I was there last, I actually uh, forgot my shoes and my chalk bag in the car because I was so hyped to uh, get out to the wall, and then I was like, oh, wait, kind of hard to climb without chalk and shoes yeah but that five to ten minute walk isn't really all that bad i feel like it's just nah they do a really good job maintaining the trail my only complaint about tulsa is that i like getting out in the woods and getting lost and then also because uh the walls in tulsa are so close to the city uh a lot of them are pretty like tagged up with graffiti which that just sucks dude like it's not even good quality graffiti it's just trash it's just a part of tulsa i feel like at this point when you climb there yeah straight up the last time I went, it wasn't really tagged up, but I think they had also just cleaned it up because they were shooting Killers of the Flower Moon out there. Yeah, it's starting to get a little bit tagged up again, but that's also just like the area that I was at. I haven't, I wasn't at Chandler Park, which I think is the main area that they cleaned up. Yeah, we just went to John's Wall, right? Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the Wichita's for a few minutes. The Wichita's, my home away from home. I was there yesterday, actually, not climbing, just hiking. But, uh, dude, I love that place. Like, pretty sure it's where people first started climbing in Oklahoma, and they're also like some of the oldest rocks in the world, like millions of years old. So that's amazing to think about. Um, you know, most of the climbing was put up there like in the 70s and 80s. It started in the uh, 50s, though, I believe, actually. Um, I'm pretty sure Great Expectations was the first rock climb in Oklahoma out on Elk Slabs and Elk Mountain. Um, but, you know, so since, since all that climbing was put up back 
back in the day. It's just a, you know, really old school style climbing on granite, very old school with the grades and everything. So a lot of the stuff out there is kind of sandbagged, which for all you non-climbers out there listening to this, that just means that the imaginary number grade that we assign to the rock is harder than what they say it is. Can you believe that? It may say it's one thing, but it's actually another. Yeah. Someone's saying that this is just medium hard, but actually it's like hard, hard. We're talking double hard. <laughs> in the Wichita is long enough, you'll be able to uh, go climb just about anywhere and survive because uh, a lot of the gear out there is trad climbing, which is just traditional. So that means you're having to place the gear as you go into cracks and holes on the surface of the rock, as opposed to Avery Drive, which is like 98% sport climbing, which is where there's bolts drilled into the wall and all you have to do is clip into those. Yeah, so is there anything you don't necessarily like about the Wichita's? No. <laughs> Only thing I really am not a huge fan of is sometimes the parking is really tough. Yeah, yeah, I d I'm not gonna lie. I do wish that I could go out there with some like hedge trimmers sometimes and cut down the trail a little bit but got to be a good visitor and you know leave no trace can't be bushwhacking like that even though i really want to i don't really i don't even mind that it's just the fact that i drive a nissan ultima and sometimes the parking isn't the most conducive if it's a busy day out there yeah absolutely yeah nissan ultima doesn't do very good off-roading i feel that man i mean i know i drive a mom car but it's not a mom car built for off-road So in Oklahoma, there's mainly three different types of climbing, bouldering, sport climbing, and trad climbing. Let's talk about some of the gear that's needed for all those and like what's needed for everything. In Oklahoma, it's going to be mainly trad, sport, and bouldering. Um, like I was saying before, uh, the Wichita's are where you're going to want to go for trad climbing because it's, uh, I'd say like 70, 80% trad out there. It's a lot of trad climbing. Yeah. And I will say that the sport routes out at the Wichita's, the first bolt, which is where you would clip your protection into is typically like 15 to 20 feet in the air. Well, you know, I'll say this about the sport routes in Oklahoma, just because there's bolts doesn't mean it's always going to be sport. <laughs> um, that's more of like a quartz mountain type thing though. Cause like, you know, four bolts on 130 feet of rock is not sport. <laughs> Despite it being run out, it is bolted well because the bolts are right where you need them to be. Tulsa, of course, that's that's also going to be a great sport climbing and bouldering destination uh, for most of the uh, intro, like brand new outdoor climbers in Oklahoma. I would say go to Tulsa, you know, go to Tulsa and learn the uh, basic skills of climbing an outdoor sport route and cleaning it and all that and hone your skills. And then you can start going to uh, places in the Wichita's such as um, Echo Dome or the Meadows. Uh, Lower Mount Scott has some sport routes, but, you know, those sport routes, they're bigger. They're a little more run out and uh, not not all of them have bolted anchors, so you will need some new gear and some, some skills to learn how to clean those properly and climb them safely. Let's go back to talking about the gear for a second. So the essentials, if you just want to be crazy and just climb, are essentially shoes and chalk in a chalk bag. Yeah, um, I wouldn't recommend climbing without protection, though. You know, you should always have protection for all the dangerous things in your life, not just climbing. But yeah, yeah, you just need shoes, chalk in a chalk bag to start climbing outdoors, I guess. Um, uh, an easy purchase to do if you're like not wanting to spend too much money but climb on real rock would just be buy a crash pad and go bouldering. We have a lot of great bouldering here in Oklahoma. It's not 
Zenpan in Tulsa, Chandler Park in Tulsa. Those are there's like tons of four star boulder problems there. And the, the Wichita's too. That's, that place is littered with boulders. Going back to the shoes, the shoes aren't just like your regular tennis shoes that you would buy. They're generally meant to fit like a sock really tight. And then they also have a special type of rubber that helps it kind of stick to the rock a little more. And then chalk. Well, it's chalk. What is there to say? You, you can get chunky chalk. You can get not chunky chalk. Um, I like chunky chalk because I like to feel the... Uh, the cocaine blocks in my fingers takes me back to old days chalk bag i mean you can use trash sack for a chalk bag i have before yeah you can use almost anything for a chalk bag <laughs> but you can also get a chalk bucket which is just a giant version of a chalk bag yeah, and that's, that's gonna be for mainly bouldering that's more for mainly bouldering unless you want to tie a rope to it and bring it up with you Crash pads, as far as crash pads go, it's just going to be a foam pad that folds in on itself, folds out. Um, any good climbing company pretty much makes crash pads. Any reputable climbing company pretty much will make a crash pad. For bouldering, essentially all you're going to need is shoes, chalk, and a crash pad if you want to be super safe about it. Or you could just not fall. I, I uh, Yeah, I went bouldering like that last night, actually with no pad. Did not fall. And then for sport climbing, essentially you need a climbing rope, which is different from regular rope. Yeah, um, you know, get a dynamic rope from a climbing company, of course. Depending on where you're climbing at, you know, is going to de determine the length of your rope. In Tulsa, you could totally get away with a 40 or a 30 meter rope because all of their walls are just 30 feet tall at the most. Um, if you're going to be climbing in the Wichita's, though, get a 60 meter because there's some taller climbs there and you'll need a 60 meter. Yeah, you're always going to want a rope that is double the height of your climb. To do sport climbing, you're also going to need quick draws to clip into the bolts, which are just essentially carabiners with a piece of fabric attaching each other. And then you clip one into the bolt, which is just a essentially a piece of metal that's screwed into the wall that you can clip into and then clip the other end into your quick draw that is not attached to the bolt i went brain dead there so i'm probably about to repeat what you just said yeah dude a quick draw is just two carabiners connected by a piece of sewn cloth called a dog bone you clip one carabiner into the bolt that's on the wall and then you clip the other carabiner onto your climbing rope and if you fall you're going to be caught from that quick draw yeah pretty much exactly what i just said it's like i have an echo nice um you can get by with just a six pack of quick draws in oklahoma um i would go ahead and get two quick packs though so 12 total not that you're ever going to need 12 on a climb in oklahoma but you know sometimes the climb will have six bolts and then a two bolt anchor then you need eight quick draws quick math <laughs> i could see the wheels spinning in your head <laughs> not, right there not too quick but kind of quick math <laughs> kind of quick for john you need a belay device as well and probably what two three locking carabiners dude at least three locking carabiners but yeah if you're going to be like building a, a top rope anchor then you would need a cordelette you know like preferably 30 meters or not 30 meters preferably 30 feet of like seven eight millimeter cordelette you also are going to need a belay device you can get a tube style belay device such as a black diamond atc or you can get an assisted braking belay device such as the petzl grigri we're going into trad climbing well once again you're going to need rope of course and a belay device and locking carabiners and you know you will need a few quick draws from time to time in trad climbing but the main gear you're going to need is going to be protective gear that is either active like 
a cam, which is a, it's a device that has four lobes on it that fold in on themselves when you squeeze the trigger. And then when you release the trigger, which is on a stem, by the way, it's like a two finger trigger on a stem with a thumb loop at the end of the stem. Whenever you release that trigger, the, the lobes open up and expand and you're going to be placing those cams inside of cracks and holes in the rock to where they fit and they're not like fully opened but they're not fully closed either or you're going to have um passive gear which would be nuts which is just a square sliver of metal that you slot into a constricting crack in the rock yeah well let's wrap it up this is john lozano signing off this is rocks rock be sure to check us out on anchor fm and spotify 